when inside the cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to show, man. This tight, though. I like this one. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with all that funny. Inside the cave. How does Kat make her pudding? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. My, you guys gotta pull out your head. What comes up with this stuff? Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet for a lot of people who need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David is so <laughs> Inside the cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com, and go to insidethecaveblog.com and register insidethecaveblog.com. Hit that sign up thing, put your email in, and uh, you'll be linked in with the number one podcast in the Midwest. Don't let other people fool you. We are the number one podcast radio show, streaming radio show, on demand show there is. Inside the cave. Before I get started, Slick Rick has told me I have to apologize to all of our listeners on Google Play. Before I get started with anything else, I apologize for the bad audio. Now, if you listen to it on iTunes, tune in everywhere else, it sounded good. But Google Play didn't get the uh, latest update, so I apologize to all of our listeners on there. Go back to all our listeners that listen to it on the Google Play Store. Listen to it on TuneIn. It was a great show. We got a lot of feedback. Today's show will be primarily uh, settled around what happened last week. So uh, we got a good show for you today. I, of course, am CB at I'm the Real CB, and I'm proud to say the whole gang is here except for International D and Sid. But Sid got a pass for a while, but. I just knew International D was going to show up. He didn't show up today, but I am the real CB. Is there? Follow me everywhere at I'm the real CB. And of course, next to me today is the most important man there is, Joe Dirk. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm trying to win this basketball game right quick before the show start. Yeah, I just hit the winning three. The- I'm the man. All right. And uh, also, what is the day? He is a Southern baby. Big dog. What's up with it, man? Hey, what we got for the country rap tune today? I'm kind of undecided right now. Depends on how the show go. You sent it to me, though. <laughs> you forgot? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, anyway. And also, hey, Joe, what we got for the dirt sheets today, man? I don't dirt. know, but they just reviewed this play. Uh, they just reviewed the uh, play on here in the three counts. That's all that matters. All right, all right. James St. Patrick is here, also known as Cousin Lamar. <laughs> also known as Cousin Lamar is in the building. Better stop that shit, man. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and the official co-host of the show. That's right. When I die, he takes over. 
uh, uh, unless Slick Rick steps in and put Dog in charge. But as of right now, <laughs> he, he takes my spot, Belly Vell. Yo, what up, brothers? It's your boy Belly underscore Vell. You can find me anywhere. Hey, man, you got to stop talking like a rapper on here. Hey, you sound you. like a rapper, Vell. Yeah, I'm telling you, a lot of people are saying that, man. You got to stop talking like a rapper. Stop talking like a mark. Ooh. <laughs> and of course, of course, she is our sidekick. Oh, all three of them. Man, I love her to death. The lovely, the beautiful, the talented cat. Oh, cat here? Yeah, she is here. But well, she on mute. She on mute, though. She looked like she frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Get it? She's frozen. No, brother. Get it? She's frozen. Let it go. Get it. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. Wait, we got a good show today. Uh, Sitting in today, we got uh, from yeah, Under the Cave Spotlight uh, comedian Tanisha Rice, uh, also known as Just Nesh. She will be our guest today, Under the Cave Spotlight. Go over there. Funny girl doing stuff with Kevin Hart. Me and Joe Dirt had a chance to interview her because she is also featured on the Jay Davis show, Not Another Black Movie. So uh, you guys can check that interview out today. As a matter of fact, that's, hey. the, one, that's the one we're going with. Joe, you remember when we interviewed uh, comedian Just Nesh? Uh, I got a question right quick. Yes, sir. You said her name Tanisha, right? Tanisha. Yeah, Tanisha. So you don't think her name is Just Nish? Or something like that? Or you just pronouncing it wrong? You know, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, she's our guest today. Go to the K-Spotlight and check her out. Uh, also, we got a big show today. Today's show is centered around you guys. You guys sent us a lot of feedback, and we will read it all. I'm telling you, we got the best feedback. Nothing against Slick Rick, but I'm telling you, we got it. some in-depth feedback, man, from a guy that I'm telling you uh, just shook me up. I couldn't believe he took the time to say all that. So, man, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. But let's get this show started with uh, Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, The A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Jello Beats, holla at right, me. Uh, Joe Dirt, who you got, brother? Uh, now this all depends. <laughs> I was gonna give all the Cubs fans to kill yourself and start over for thinking the Cubs would win a damn World Series. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you kill yourself and start over if you believe that. It's happening, brother, it's happening. Then, uh, I seen this text to the cave earlier when uh, the international level started complaining and shit about our showtime. So I was going to read what he said and told him to tell him to kill himself and start over. Yeah, I didn't get that. What did he say? Brother. What did he say, Joe? I didn't get that. Okay, here we go. It says, yo, CB. CB sent the ear emoji. Oh. <laughs> and it says, Fuck your show. Stop emailing that agenda till niggas work with work with a time that ain't 2 a.m. for me. Wow. Fuck your time, D. You need to get on our time. Come back to the States. I dare you, D. I dare you. <laughs> he ain't coming back. I dare you. Just look at this face he sent me. Look at that, cat. I know, right? Look at that. Like you ate some bad coochie, huh? Oh, man. You need to come back home and get some good coochie in your life. Hey, D, just because it's white don't mean it tastes right. Oh, who said that? Who said that? Hey, what you got, big dog? Hey, man, I got this guy. I, I don't know his name, though. It's this 54-year-old guy that approached this lady out here in KC at a Walmart. Oh, 
man. Told her he was gonna take her baby. Yeah, heard what? About heard about he it. Grabbed, he, he grabbed the baby and started choking the baby. Oh, I heard about it. My wife sent me that story. And uh, some people in the parking lot and some people that worked for Walmart had to come out and wrestle this guy to the uh, to the ground. Terrible. And the baby's okay, you know what I'm saying? But uh, he need to kill himself and start over. God they damn. They might be for him in jail. Yes, sir. Came from, man, why you giving Kansas City a bad name? Kansas City is a great city. Great place. Yeah, but this motherfucker ain't from KC, dog. He was speaking uh, some foreign language. Uh-oh. And uh, while he was talking to her, and he was actually choking the baby, man. Hmm. What color was the baby and the, the mama? They were black. Hmm. That's he's still alive? Right. I bet you he's a Trump supporter. Wow. That ain't funny, know, man. I don't even want to make no jokes about that, man. That dude, this is the reason why we had that show. And a lot of people been asking me, Big Dog, hey, man, like uh, the dude, uh, the trucker dude, he asked me, he said, man, I thought Big Dog said he don't like kill yourself and start over. But so much shit been going on, you got to say kill yourself and start over, man. That's ridiculous. Ugh. I'm with you on that, brother. Who you got, cat? Good. You sound you sound beautiful. You sound great, by the way. Just want to let you know. Happy you here, cat. Who you got, Cuz? All right. So I came across this story. I got two nominees for "Kill Yourself and Start Over." Yeah. Um, this story it should actually happen uh, today. Uh, a lady by the name of Nikki Sismonidis and Jasmine Marie Suarez. This is in Gainesville, Florida. Um, so the story reads, it says two Gainesville women were arrested Saturday afternoon after police said they broke into the home of an acquaintance and vandalized the bedroom using duct tape and animal feces. According to Gainesville Police Department report, the victim told police that Sismonidis has become hostile in the past when she chooses not to hang out with her. So basically, these two bitches are pissed off because... This other chick don't want to be their friend. They they don't want to hang out with them. So they use duct tape and they put animal shit all over their house. Wow. I don't know how that's supposed to work, but yeah, they both need to kill themselves and start over. Goddamn right. Hey, who you got, Billy? Um, well, I'm gonna go out and say Big Dog's favorite NBA player, the accuser of Derrick Rose uh-oh, himself. Uh-oh. Talk on this, brother. I would like to give his accuser a kill yourself, or in this case, a rape yourself, and start over. Oh, who said that? Uh, I'm sorry that you're $21 million uh, in a hole. And uh, yeah, y'all know the story. She lost the cake, by the way. As she should. As she should. Lousy, lousy, lousy ass women. (laughs) Man. Terrible. But if she was my cousin, I would be happy if she would have won that shit. Oh. You know, now, all money ain't Believe good money. Shit. What about, <laughs> you, you heard what they said on Players Club, brother. All money ain't good money. That's that's bad money. That's my cousin. Cuz you want a hundred thousand? Yeah, that, that damn Derrick Rhodes. Oh man. I tell you what, though, he's still gonna find a reason not to play this season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get off his back. He just got a victory here. Yeah, that is, that's the first L. I mean, the first W. Uh, D Rose had in a long time. Yeah, Shout out to D Rose. You gonna be alright. Hey, Joseph gonna be alright. Joseph, a dog to get off his back. If dog was on his back, that'd be another L. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker, gonna throw his back out. 
Will he be up for the season? <laughs> all right, man. Hey, I got two of them. Uh, first of all, because I'm fair and balanced on this show, I want to give Mary J. Blige's ex-husband a kill yourself and stop. Yeah. Look here, brother. <laughs> I understand you about your money. You got to get your money. But look here, man. A man, there's just some things men shouldn't be doing. A man don't need to be asking for that type of spousal report, uh, spousal, uh, spousal. What's the, what's the word? What's the support. word? Spousal support. Yeah, a man don't be asking for that kind of stuff. Man said he needed eight thousand dollars for a private chef. The man said he needed. <laughs> hey, look here, look here, man. Then he say he needed money. He needed money to give to his mama and, and dad because he take care. Look here, man. You are not that I have man I have managed artists before. You are not that important, brother. All right? You are not that important, all right? You uh, let me tell you something. I was important. You are not that important, brother. Put me in Mary put me in Mary J put me in Mary J Blige's career and watch what happened to her. All right? You are not that important, brother. So you kill yourself and start over. All right, here we go. And here's my last one. Now let me tell you guys something. Me and Big Dog, we have never ever agreed on anything uh, it's, it's just it's just amazing that i've been knowing this guy god damn it, since, uh, all, 10 years like basically in january it'll be 10 years and we have never seen eye to eye and agreed on anything i told him one time i said big dog i'm telling you I, i've been knowing this since i was a kid in kindergarten two plus two is four i'm telling you if they, if they gave you two apples and another person give you two out, it's gonna be four. Yeah, well, you know what? Until I see the facts, it's not true. So, I mean, it's it's constant thing. Me and this man never see eye to eye. But I guarantee you, he's gonna see eye to eye with me on this one. I wanna give Michelle a kill yourself and start over. This is the reason why. Michelle went on her movie and said that this is what she explained the reason why she. <laughs> went from Dr. Dre to Suge Knight. And if you guys watch that movie, you'll hear. She said she went from Dr. Dre, who used to beat her up, but gave her good sex. But she went to Suge Knight, who the sex wasn't that good, but it gave her a lot of security. Kill yourself and start over, because I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say only skinny niggas can give you the dick. But that is not true. Because us big dudes can give you the dick just as good. So you kill yourself and start over, you lower down, dirty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I said it. Baby, why you got to say that about me? Suge <laughs> Knight gave you just... I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got your ass whooped. <laughs> you got your ass. Hey, she got fucked up. <laughs> God damn. And stayed. So... Hey, you give him another kill yourself and start over for what reason? Because she made it seem like only skinny niggas can give her the dick. Not for getting her ass whooped off. <laughs> That's right, I said it. And uh, just for the record, I still don't agree with your mom. Oh, come on. <laughs> big dog. You big, big dog, don't you give the dick. <laughs> come on, man. Gotta hey, I got another kill yourself and start over to Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this one. All right, here we go. I got to get this one. I got to get this one to my boy at Three Leaf Film. Three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. Roland made the comment that 
the first mistake y'all make is by thinking that celebrities are real people. <laughs> he, he did say that. Bro, you need to kill yourself and start over. And you know what? You're right, big dog. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't touch on. I forgot to send this to uh, Lamar. I forgot. The one guy from the shop said, y'all boys from Chicago, let that man tell y'all that Jordan retired before his daddy get killed. And y'all from Chicago, y'all ain't know that man didn't retire until October. He didn't retire until the three weeks before the season started. We like, said that. We had told him. But, no. man, I want to get y'all to kill yourself and start over for buying into that bullshit. <laughs> well, big, well, big dog, I'm going to let you know we got some good feedback, and I want you to hear this last one. I think Lamar saw it already. Let's get into it right now. Uh, emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. All right, cuz, what's we got, man? I heard we got, we got some good ones this week. Yeah, yeah, we got some real good ones. Uh, quite a few of them, too. And, and by the way, cuz, uh, the listeners said they are glad that you are here to read the uh, emails because you actually read it like, uh, you know, like you have an education. You don't read it like you're about to jump into a cipher like somebody else does. You know, oh. I, this is what somebody else said. I didn't know. I don't know somebody yeah, y'all, y'all better get off my family. I don't know where he got his education from. I don't know. Man, must, a bunch of idiots must have went to that school. I don't know. In the studio. Right. <laughs> on this mixtape. <laughs> Oh man, what we got, cuz? All right, so first up, of course, we got none other than Slick Rick. Yeah, we're going uh, to Slick Rick first this week. Yeah, yeah, got to go first, man. I know, right? So Slick Rick writes in, he says, uh, CB, kill yourself and start over for producing a horrible show. Damn. Yeah. I like Roland's input on the last show, and he has a good radio voice. Joe needs to see me in my office again. Three weeks in the road, Joe. <laughs> Again, I have nothing for them because he's not on this show. <laughs> he's what Belly likes to call a writer inner. Writer inner. We got a shirt coming your way. Hashtag writer inner. <laughs> what else we got, cuz? All right, next up, we got Barbara. She writes in, she says, uh, Donald Trump's words are not a joke. And Kat was right. The main problem of his statement is grab. That's why it's sexual assault. CB, I don't know where you work at, but if any lady has talked about like what you said happened, you should report it or just kick the guy guy's ass yourself. Now, now how crazy do you sound, Barbara? This is the reason why I wait to respond to people on the show. How crazy do you sound? You want to replace one violent, uh, <coughs> violent response with another violent response. This man just committed sexual, verbal sexual assault, and you want me to go whoop his ass? That's the, <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, I would tell you to kill yourself and start over, but I want to keep you as a listener. Damn. Damn. All right. So we got next up, we got Ronald. Ronald says, I'm laughing so hard at this 340 credit score. He said, how your credit score ain't 4 o'clock yet? Damn, that shit funny. <laughs> That's very good. Very good. That's a good line, bro. All right. So then we got Rain. Uh, rain is either rainy or rain. No, it's rain. It's rain. Rain. Okay, so Rain, she says, uh, sexual assault happens every day. When I go to the club, guys always touch you inappropriately when they try and get by and squeeze your ass or whatever they think they can get away with. Sexual assault is something we should all take serious. Uh, 
have you guys ever like walked in the club and, and, and tried to get by somebody and maybe squeezed the ass or rubbed on the ass or bumped and grind on the ass? Or, I never heard of this thing that uh, Rain is talking about. You guys, ever, I never, I never heard of that. I never did that before. Uh, CB, do you know this person, Rain? Uh, yeah, I would like to say I sort of know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's you, yeah, bro. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You got all that shit going on on your computer. You probably probably looking at porn, watching ESPN. Pops <laughs> over there. You know what it is? This on my crazy ass news. The damn site is playing damn advertisements. Mm. Ain't that about a bitch? Oh, right. Right. I'm sorry if you get that KYSO next week, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You can't turn that shit off either. Yeah, I thought that was cat going off on somebody. I thought it was cat too. I'm like, I know this shit ain't me. I ain't press play. Yeah, already on mute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know where we was at. I, I was about to uh, edit. I was about to say, did you know Rain? Because uh, with that name, I wonder why you get touched on in the club. Oh, oh. is that your name? The way you gonna get them tips is if you let them touch them hips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen Rain before, but I know her people's though. Bro. They listen. They listen. They listen. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, we got uh, Dave. <clears throat> Dave writes in. He says. How y'all go from rip Tommy to kill yourself start over? Uh, that is R.I.P. Tommy. Wow. <laughs> R.I.P. Tommy. <laughs> what you got in that cup, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Water. Right. And we can always sub the rapper back in if you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> hey, but that is funny though. We did go from uh, <laughs> R.I.P. to Tommy to uh, kill yourself and start over. But hey, the show must go on. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? All right. So next up, we got Cheryl. Cheryl writes in. She says, uh, "OMG, what did Joe do to dog? Was the dog in the background, or was that a sound effect?" Terrible. <laughs> Oh, hell no. Wait, what's that? Cheryl. Cheryl, you about to be on reserve, goddamn. For kill yourself to start over. I think she was talking about the dirt sheets with all those dogs barking in the background. That's what she was talking about. Yeah, she, talking about the, she was talking about big dog. Uh, yeah. You got to sneak one in, goddamn. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to sneak one in on your dog. You got to be careful, man. She wasn't done. She, she said, but Veli's Wait What segment was very funny. He is very witty to come up with that stuff so fast. Tell him, girl. Yeah, I can tell you, Billy. A lot of people uh, said that, man, that, uh, that that weight rub was pretty good, man. So it actually was. trying to boost his confidence. But you know what? I didn't, I didn't even hear. You know what? I didn't even hear the weight what until I uh, edited the show. That's why I was like, I started cracking up. I didn't even know he said that shit about me. <laughs> oh, that's that's when your uh, somehow froze up on your head because we was over here looking at you and shit. Like, why see me over there looking like Muhammad Ali? Come on, man. Kill yourself and start over now. <laughs> what else we got, cuz? All right, so next up, we got Jay. 
Jay writes in. He says, uh, "Did International D say he doesn't show up for Uga lawyers?" And uh, oh, this is oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't, don't have a lawyer for us. Man, he just texted me. Anyway, I don't know what D's talking about. Uh, Uga lawyers or whatever like that. We've had two of them on the show, so I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, let's Unless move. Unless you on. want to come back on, that's dog favorite guest. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on, cause uh, <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> All right, so next up, we got Lance the Trucker. Yeah. Lance writes in, he says, As I keep listening to y'all, old episodes, according to y'all discussion last week on Trump, all y'all have been sexually assaulting old girls since the beginning. <laughs> Trump said, grab them by the pussy. And I just heard CB say on one of y'all episodes, he was going to stick his fingers in the pudding and let someone smell it. What's the difference? Uh, well, well, first of all, well, well, first of all, Lance, you can't prove that, number one. And, and and these are just jokes, number number two. And number three, I'm not running for political office. And But if I was, I would make a hell of a president. I'll tell you what, if Trump can run, I can run. You can't run, CB. You ain't never ran a day before in your life. Oh, man, come on, man. I was I, 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 run, I ran first place in the, in the 100 meters. Hey, you can't run to the next room. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but Lance, don't worry about us, man. Let me tell you something. Let me, I want to tell you something right now, Lance. Everybody complaining about the way we treat cat. Let me tell you something right now. Look at Michelle Lay, Little Kim, Foxy Brown, Faith Evans. Those are all the first ladies of certain record labels and, and, and companies. All right? Look how they were treated. We ain't put a scar on cat. All right? Cat <laughs> is treated damn good on this show. So I don't want to hear it. All right, y'all need to stop it. All right, we treat Cat good. Stop hating on us. And like Cat said, she be if she wanted us, she would have been had us already by now. She can't <laughs> Speaking of, we got Carol. She did. <laughs> Carol writes in. She says, "Hey, Cat. She says she could have had all of all if she wanted to. Wait, what? Laugh out loud. Tell us more, please. And Joe shouldn't make fun of the guests. Treat all the guests with respect." <laughs> Who the hell did I make fun of? Uh, Sean at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I just asked some questions about his last name. Oh. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey. Is Cat there? make fun of the show. Is Cat there still? I, want, yeah. I, do, I do want to know what she, she talking about. She could have had all of us. She just met Lamar. What's she talking about? It don't take long. We men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> hey, hey, what was that reader name? The called the writer Anna. I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I could have, I could have, if I wanted, if I wanted any of you. Uh, we can't hear nothing you said, Cat. Go I back heard, to you. I heard yeah. exactly what she said, and I don't remember a time that you could have heard me. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I, I was shopping. TV. Could have is the right word. After evaluation, I realized I didn't need you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn. I'm glad that didn't come in real quick. I'm glad that didn't come in real quick. Damn. 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 Bitch. Right. I can't even say nothing after that. I had some ass out of Al D. Right. <laughs> I bet he edited it up. <laughs> oh, man. I love right. that, man. So, next up, we got Darnell. Darnell writes in 
saying women take advantage of men and abuse men for money, cars, and purses, and anything else they want. Same convo I have with my daughter about men taking advantage of her. I talk with my son about women taking advantage of him. That's what sexual assault really is, someone taking advantage of us. That's a good good point. Kat, what do you think about what Darnell just said, Kat? I mean, I agree. Any assault is usually something you don't want to happen. That's why they call it an assault, not an invitation. So I definitely agree. That's a great way to think about it. If, you know, it's something you don't choose, then I guess it would be assault. Because, like, a lot of you lousy-ass women... All y'all do is try to get guys for their money and stuff like that. You guys don't you don't have no interest in them. Um, like- TV, pause. Uh, we just did a kill yourself and start over over somebody who just wants money. And this is a guy. If this was a woman, y'all have made her Uber at a week. Because it's a guy, y'all let it slide. Ooh. Yeah, bro, checking me today. All right, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, okay, sister soldier. What else we got, cuz? All right, so last one up, we got uh, Caesar. Now, this is a good one. I want everybody, big dog, listen to this one clear. I I saw this one. This is a good one. All right, so Caesar writes in and says, uh, I think big dog should listen and read up on what the brother Roland was talking about with the conspiracies, especially in hip-hop. In the late 80s, early 90s, hip-hop was clean-cut, and even black men on TV were educated. That ultimately determined what type of women our sisters was interested in. Then, in the late 90s, thugs became relevant with Tupac and Biggie, which ultimately persuaded black women to be attracted to drug dealers and have babies by men who were on a path to prison or even quicker path to the grave. This is important because the goal has always been to eliminate the black man, and if we can control what the black woman is interested in, we can control what type of seed she creates. Now, look at the hip-hop landscape. It's filled with homosexual-looking men and now lesbian dyke women rappers, so that will influence what black women are attracted to. Subsequently, in the black man, which was the plan all along. Yeah, I, I, when I when he said that, I'm like, hey, great point, great fucking point. I'm gonna say this. It's a great point, but w- none of you can turn homosexual because you listen to certain music. My thing is, man, the TV has always controlled uh, the visuals and whatever they want to put out there as far as perception-wise. I'm not going to put it all on hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for the longest, we didn't have any... uh, The only, the first positive show that came on from a black influence was the Cosby Show. That wasn't the first. That was one of the first when you saw some successful oh, success. uh, yeah, black yeah. family, you know what I'm saying, doing some good. Yeah, yeah. Before that, you didn't, you didn't have no shows with, with black people on there doing anything positive or showing that you can just, you know, be something other than the, the status quo or whatever. Right, 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 right. But you know what, though? Even with uh, good times, though, I mean, even though they was poor, I like the fact that they worked hard, you know what I'm saying, to get what they wanted. Yeah, they, they worked hard, but the whole show was centered around them just continually. I mean, they always struggle. Yeah, but let's 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 get back to what Caesar said, because I'm telling you, when he said it, I, it makes sense. Because in the early 90s, when you see it was a different type of rap. And you know, if you look at if you look at people like a little bit, no, no, not trying to be funny, look at people a little bit older than you, dog. I got some cousins. The type of men that they brought home 
were like the Dwayne Wayne type guys and stuff like that. Now get to the mid nineties when the drug dealers were the the, the it, were the were the were the Jay Z's, the Biggies, the Pox and stuff like that. Those guys, the thugs. Those are the type of guys that most not all women, but those are the type of guys that some women were interested in. Now let's go into today. I just found out Young M.A., what's her name? Young M.I.A. or Young M.A., whatever her name is. I thought that was a dude. That's a, so, that's so, a problem. So basically what you're saying is thugs and gangsters just started in the 90s. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm talking, he, Caesar said the music, and I and I, and I paid attention because he, remember what Roland was talking about with the, um, with the, I think Lamar, you don't want to ask ask the question about you know about the the, the eye thing, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, with that being in the music, and so I'm listening to what Dude said. It brought up a real good conversation about how it did go from that. You know, when you see in the '90s, it was the thugs that was rapping, and now what is it? Even if I say from the '90s to like the mid 2000s, it was the thugs. And then all of a sudden it became the the you know the skinny jean type the drug users to now it's the the gay girls is what's popping you know what I'm saying and all that I has mean, to... you know, right now the music all about partying but look let me tell you something you can go back to where it was more conscious yeah but now the music is all about partying again it's mm-hmm. kind of like they're using it as, as more like an escape route but when Wayne just think about it like this when Wayne was on on ten all the girls wanted. The little dreadhead dudes, right? The little soldier boys, the little skinny, the little skinny, no weight dudes and stuff like that. The 90s people wanted big dudes, security, whatever like that, because of big, the thugs could pop. Now you go to now, you know what I'm saying? When you see it, I mean, Dage Loaf, these just do bring up a great point, though. And it might be, at what he say at the end, cuz, to end the, the destruction of the black man. He, I just think it's a great point, though. It's just something to think about. It might just be a conspiracy, but it's something to think about. Yeah, you right. It is a damn conspiracy because I ain't buying this none of that bullshit, bro. I don't know. I mean, I think you bring up a great point. I mean, the music changed. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You know what they got a um, effect on the youth, though? I think. It, yeah, I think it has a big effect on the youth. I mean, that's how. The, that's how. People get to uh, the masses, like we, like he was saying with the clothes. Mm-hmm. Like you put them clothes on on the artist and on they um, who people perceive to be somebody famous. So they go out there and buy them clothes. Now you got all these dudes walking around here with skinny jeans on, sagging them. Yeah. So, so basically, what you're saying is now we as men we're so weak that we allow. The music industry to influence what our young men become. I'm not saying that's us. Men. I mean, that's we got, you got to understand. We not that dog. You dog, we ain't that. Over what your kids listen to, it, it ain't on TV. See, that's what's what you're missing the point, dog. There's no dads at home now. Yeah. Most of the industry ain't no dads there. And, and and the reason why one could say is because the girls that was into those type of guys were into the thugs, and the, like he said. And if you saying that ain't no dads at home, that still goes right back to what I just said. And so basically you're saying we as men didn't step up and do what we're supposed to do. Right. So now the young men are becoming what they are. Exactly. Yeah. 
ain't got all to do with just the entertainment. I mean, a lot of that got to do with the prisons and all the shit that they do to get black men locked up. But because of the lack of a black man at a in the house in the household, you know they you know the kids go out and look for other means of role model. Right. It's like I just said. So basically, what you're saying is we as men. A week and we're not stepping up to the plate doing what we supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, I said, yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, but look, let's be honest. Men have always came and went. That's that's just part of being a man. Uh, you know it from our grandfathers to fathers, great grandfathers. Men coming. <laughs> no, men, don't come up with that bullshit. No, I'm your dad you. had a, your granddad had enough fear in your ass where you knew how to act. I understand that, but men. Okay, so men don't, don't don't come with that. Men still come. Men still came and went. What I'm trying to say is somehow it was always another influence on, you know, it wasn't always. Even if he wasn't around, he put enough fear in your ass where you knew how to act. Nowadays, basically what you're saying is the men are not being men and not doing what they're supposed to do when it comes down to their kids. <laughs> exactly, exactly, cuz. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, th th that's right there, that right there, it's messed up when the female MCs is harder than the men MCs. Just think about that. As hard as as hardcore as Lil Kim was, or hardcore as a rapper like Boss was, or whatever like that. Come on, man. That right there don't make no sense. The problem right now is greed. Make no sense. Ah. Oh. If you offer enough money, they'll do whatever. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, that's what's going on? Yeah, man. But that but was in the process. It has an effect on all the inner city kids. Hmm. Yeah. And some of the suburban uh, white kids too, but more so on the uh, inner city kids. Yeah. Okay, so for all the guys that are sitting around with their conspiracy theories, instead of you putting up all these fucking posts, just like I said about the ones with the camera phones, but but why not get involved? I understand what you're saying, big dog. We should get involved, but the. The point Roland was trying to make is that there is a conspiracy to take us down by putting that as the culture. That's what he's trying to say. Because there was a rumor saying that there was a meeting in the early 80s saying we're going to put gangster rap into the music to make these guys become, want to be gangsters and stuff like that so it'll be easy to lock up. Now, if that stuff is true, then you know. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do want to jump in and say that what Big Dog is saying is kind of what I was trying to say, which is none of you right now are homosexuals because you enjoy Fetty Wap. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't enjoy Fetty Wap. The music that you listen to, but <clears throat> but you hear it. You've heard it before. It didn't make you go, "Oh, I'm gonna wear skinny pants." You know, this is a, a thing about um, people telling you that you are learning something that you're not. I think that it's definitely a conspiracy theory because I'm speaking with four gentlemen right now who can listen to music and not take it personally. Yeah, but we're not teenagers, Kat. Yeah. Kat, we're not I'm teenagers. Sorry. We're old I'm sorry. enough children, to understand Children are definitely a, re a reflection of the times. Definitely, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, my son's a teenager and he understands that this music is just music. You know what I mean? Like, you're raising your children with the right mindset. Well, that, uh, salute to you for being a great mother then, Kat. And, 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 and No, it's a testament to being a good human And I don't think that there are a lot of humans out here That need to be told a conspiracy theory To function normally That's all I'm saying, I guess 
Like what well, Big Dollar said. How you can't under see that? Look, look what's in the stores. You go I show. Tell, I tell you what, Joe. You think back. You came from the era of gangster rap. I tell you like this. You I saw myself being petty because I saw Twister wear. Do you consider yourself to be a gangster? Not a gangster. Okay, so what I'm saying? Right, but you listen to that music. Well, wait a minute though, dog. When you listen to certain music, though, it you can it it it, it turned a lot of people, and I can I'm even. I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I'm saying is, we come from that era. Yeah. A lot okay, of false, so, a lot of false flaggers came from be, Tupac. Let's be realistic now. The Ku Klux Klan ain't never made an album. They got new members every year. They ain't never made no I song know, telling somebody people, to do something. These so people looked at it women, like. These people looked at it like we can get to them through their music because they looked around in New York and they seen the thousands of black men, young men surrounded by a couple guys rapping in a cypher, breakdancing and stuff like that. That's the part y'all get me on. When you saying they, you saying this is what we did. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's we not. talking about the government here. It, 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 it's a government to, to, to Big dog, to mass produce a fucking song that's 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 that that's higher ups, man. That's the government shit, man. Who make the song, CB? We make. But it's us. Making it though, CB. You're making it. Our kids aren't buying the albums. You know, white kids are the ones going. When I went to go see Lil Wayne a few years ago, there were hardly any black people. Yeah. There right. were only white people because they're the ones who can afford the tickets. Right. Right. But they ain't the ones that the ones who can afford. That don't mean that the, the inner city kids ain't listening to Lil Wayne, though. No. But what I'm saying is, I think that I think that what we're doing is we're giving an excuse. Really, it's like Big Dog say, we're just not raising our children properly. Oh, no, well, who's raising the kids though? That, that's the point that, y'all missing. There's nobody. Not, nobody is forcing headphones on children's ears. Oh, my God. Look, look, y'all missing the point. Everybody on here are parents. Right. Some people uh, at home ain't got parents. I grew up in a neighborhood where kids around there was living with their grandmothers, right? And, and, or living in a house and wasn't nobody there, right? Right. So the parents weren't always there to tell them this, that, and the third. Man, this shit been going on forever, Joe. That ain't nothing new. I know that, but I'm saying, but along with the times, you know, you find somebody else, you find another person or whoever. To become a role model so and, 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 th- and think about like this big dog and think about like this big dog if you was in the 80s or even the early 90s and your whole route was to go to the streets there's a good chance okay was a- now let's look at it from this way uh was it african bambada who was just accused of raping boys yeah but that wasn't in his music this was the eight, no, 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 me because this is a great example of someone who you just didn't know he was doing that you still respected his music. You're you're basically praising him for saying, "Oh, the type of hip hop he made made children go home and want to be better." See, that's not, I'm not talking about lyrics. This is also I'm not talking lyrics either. I'm talking about people in that position. We don't know who we we, we are not sure who was gay back in the day because that's not what was popular. Our society now is all about you know homosexuality and all that. I guess what I'm saying is we do know the issue. If we know that this is a conspiracy, they're trying to get us. What are we going to do about it? Because we have to walk into that room. They don't force us to listen to music. I don't even have a TV in my bedroom that reaches out to the world. Like, I don't communicate with the world like that. That's my choice. Nobody is forcing me. Yeah. And we as a people, if we feel like someone is attacking us or making us different, we have to do something about it. We can't say it's the government when 
ain't got a choice, and it is the government. Look at the music. Like, yeah, look at the music. Just like when Bone Thugs and Harmony came out with Booty Lover, I was smoking weed. Look at all these other dudes talking about popping pills and drinking. I still, I still, I agree with you, Joe. That yes, it is culture. We are, we are in, but at this day and age. I think we need to stop saying it's the government and become more responsible for our own actions. And if you don't like your children, for instance, my daughter went to a birthday party and the music came on and everyone's doing all the most recent dances. My daughter had no clue That's what true. was happening. She had never heard those songs before. I've heard them before. I'm sure she's heard them in the house with me, but her personal life doesn't include that. Yeah, yeah now that's true. That is a choice. I, I, that that's is a problem. Choice. That, 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 that goes an issue right there. We raise our kids one way. It's the kids that's not being raised like that. That's the issue. Yeah. That your kids go and learn things from. That them kids, those are the ones that's killing other kids. The ones that's not being raised right. Well, you don't have no control over them. All right, I agree. But at the same time, I'm just saying, let's be held accountable for ourselves. And even if there are children out there who are not being raised, quote unquote, properly, even if you take an infant into a library, it instinctually knows to be quiet. We have an instinct in us between right and wrong. Someone can tell us it's right, but we'll know it's wrong because we're born with that. And I think we should remember before we assign a conspiracy theory to our lives, that we are active in our lives. Well, and there are things we can change. We can change the story. I'm gonna have that, but it's told many a times in I don't know how many different documentaries and all types of stuff that came out. Yeah. The conspiracy to lock up and get rid of black men. And that's all I'm talking about. And it is, it has been one. Yeah, hey now, uh, and, and one thing about it, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have Roland back on in a couple episodes. To, uh, we're gonna talk more about this, man. We, we got to, cause I can see this is, he has some more conspiracies too. I just thought, I wanna give a shout out to Caesar, first time listener, first time writer, sender, ender, whatever Veli calls you guys. That is, anytime you send a good complaint in that sparks up conversation, shout out to you Caesar, for sending that in, man. That was great. Hey, all of that was all and well and everything, but, uh, Let's get back to the matter at hand. CB, we taking your black ass to court. All right. What, for, for, for what? Oh, uh, now you forgot now. I got to calm the mood now. <laughs> and I was hired by none other than my my uh, client, Catherine <laughs> Lee, to defend her against you, pervert. Okay, well, first of all, Joe, have you, did you check your email today? You you tell me if I check my email. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well anyway, Joe is going to represent me. Why would he do that? He's going to be my lawyer. I got to have Joe Dirt represent me. And for whatever bullshit you're saying. You might as well get Meek Mills to represent you. They ain't nothing but a hell. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Come on. I'm ready. I'm ready to defend myself. Me and Joe Dirt. What am I going to court for, Vela? Well, on behalf of my client, Mrs. Cat Lee, I was brought to you by Simmons, Simmons and Simmons Law <laughs> to um, protect my client's rights um, in your in your in your workplace. And she's not happy. She's not comfortable at all. And she came to me with a complaint, not an email and a complaint, but a sexual harassment complaint. <laughs> And that is why you are on the stand today, my brother. 
Let's do it, man. I, I, I'm ready to defend myself. Now, who's the judge? Who's the judge? We have the Honorable Ron Rico Monroe presiding. <laughs> he gave us governmental. <laughs> All rise for the Honorable Judge Big Dog. We are risen, sir. <laughs> hey. Hey, on behalf of Colin Kaepernick, I'm getting out on one knee. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I'm ready to defend myself. Now, Joe, you got my back, right? Yeah, until we start losing. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, before we start, can I push him on the mercy of the court? Because I can't throw him. I'll throw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> you got the email, right, Joe? That ain't right. Hell no. Come on, man. You don't even know what the fuck going on. <laughs> oh, man. Let's do it, Valley. I just represent hey, Joe, my... Joe acting like a public defender right now. <laughs> yeah, right. man. I got, I got family I got family members sitting, sitting around right now because of people like you. <laughs> All right, for those who don't understand what's going on, let me explain to you guys. All right, our co-host, Inside the Cave, the guy's co-host, Cat. And well, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. It really wasn't even Cat. I'm going to be honest with you. It was Big Dog. Big Dog brought it to me. And Cat, of course, co-signed everything Big Dog say. Says that I'm inappropriate on the show. And I disagree. I think I treat Cat with the highest amount of respect on this show. Hell, it was my idea to put her on the show. Well, actually, it was D's, uh, International D's idea. But I, 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 I look. I treat Cat good. Look at Michelle A, Faith Evans, uh, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown. All bad examples. Hey, ain't no scratch on Cat. All right. Come on, man. You talking like you're guilty? Let it go. Okay, let you're right. You're right. Joe, Joe gonna represent me. Let's get let's get into it. All right, let's go ahead. Well, I'm gonna say Wait, did you just compare me to Foxy Brown and Lil Kim? And <laughs> oh, don't worry. That's why I'm your lawyer. We gonna use all of them in court because they ain't gonna get edited. You got a public offender. <laughs> What's that, what'd you say, dog? I said, you're a gift to proven innocent. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Come on, let's get this over with. All right, all rise for the Honorable Judge Big Dog. <laughs> Y'all may coming out the outhouse. <laughs> oh, you in contempt, Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Like that, I'm kicking your ass out the cage. <laughs> <laughs> we already winning. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> Alright. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, so help me God? I sure do. Alright. Alright. So, Mr. CB, yes. will you consider yourself excess of. Damn, I'm sorry. Sorry, let me rephrase that, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Blackman, yes. do you consider yourself a sexist? A sexist? Uh, not at all. As a matter of fact, nobody, and I do mean nobody, respects women like me. I treat, I, I hold women with the highest amount of respect. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, respects women like me. <laughs> My client don't even have sex. <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> So, Mr. Blackman, you telling all of us today that you respect women. I, I sure do. 100%. But on one of your first episodes, when Cat was offered a position, 
and uh, I'm afraid to say what type of possession. You, um, she mentioned something about some banana pudding. Did you, by any chance, turn it into a innuendo for her vagina? Uh, first of all, what'd you say, Joe? Plead the fifth. What? I think I F-I-F. Okay, my lawyer That's told me. Question. My lawyer told me I should plead the fifth. I will, I'll plead the fifth. Did you or did you not persuade your cave members to stop calling cats breast kittens? I, I I never I never told the cave to call her breast kittens. I just thought we should acknowledge her breasts because they were there, and I just think that's the, any gentleman would do that. If 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 someone comes in your house, Veli, wouldn't you acknowledge him? Cat came into our cave with three people, her and two other midgets, and I thought we should acknowledge those midgets. And so we named them. Hell, as a matter of fact, Cat is the one who named them, Ernie and Bert. I didn't do that, she did that. Lefty and righty, I didn't do that, she did it. So I was just being a gracious host, in my opinion. First of all, you refer to me as Attorney King. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, as I look, listening to a lot of uh, your episodes, by the way, which pose a lot of uh, credibility, um, on the episode with the young man by the name of Q Billa, you asked him, has he ever slept with my client? Has he slept with Kat? Now, now the reason why I did that, Veli, I did that because I just wanted to to get everything. Uh, Joe, help me out here, Joe. You're my lawyer. What should I do? Hey, Yana, can I have a sidebar with my client? <laughs> Don't keep quiet. <laughs> no more answer the question, Mr. Blackman. No more questions. No more questions, Yana. No, you got to answer that. Um, if I did, I, if I did ask him that, it was all in good. It was, it was, it was for the better for the show. I just wanted to make sure that you know everybody was comfortable. If I did ask him that, I don't recall asking someone. A question like that. But if I did ask Q Billa, did he sleep with our co-host? It was just for the better of the show. I object. <laughs> How you gonna object? <laughs> what the hell you objected to? <laughs> I don't know. That's my first ever uh my first ever case. I just thought I didn't have a chance to say that yet. Alright, Joe Pesci. The two of you. All right, Joe Dirt, you got any questions for your client? Excellent. Yeah, I have no questions, but I like to say this in my client's defense. <laughs> my client is a lot of things. Bald, hairy. You know, you put a Sasquatch to shame. Hey, man. <laughs> a misogynist, no. A cuddler, yes. <laughs> I definitely don't object to that. Quite incredible. with the most... With the most respect, they're, they're, you know, all the respect of the world, especially Cat and her kittens. Hey, Yarna, you hear that? I definitely object that. <laughs> hey, you would not refer to my client as her kittens. <laughs> Fucking public defender. Uh, I, 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 I throw myself on the mercy of the court. <laughs> my God. Um, you gotta want to take a plea deal. Yana, can I say some Yana? Can I cross the bench? Oh man! All right, big dog. What's what's your sentencing time? Ooh. 
who do you agree with? No, no. I got something to say. What's that? Damn it, Your Honor, the evidence has been laid out, all right, man? <laughs> Eventually, my client Cat has been put through hell since she joined this damn show. <laughs> she spearheaded an unfair, hostile work environment full of misogynist men, and quite frankly, Cat deserves better, Your Honor. Thank you. That's my final statement. Joe, give me That was a beautiful girl. Thank Thank you. You that was great. You're a great representative. Can't keep quiet. It's not your turn to talk yet. <laughs> Fair and balanced, Judge. That's Look, what I'm talking about. We, we, we gave Cat, well, Mr. Black, we gave Cat the best work environment in the world. Never once has he said, I wanted to grab Cat without a pussy. I, I've never, never said Never once that. has he said that. Never said that. And never will say that. Uh, Mr. Exactly. Black, he quiet. never came through a locker room talk. Never. Mr. Blackman, I'm not going to tell you again. I'm going to have ghosts escort your ass out. <laughs> you might not make it back. You better be quiet. Bang, bang. You know what? This, this public defender's out of order. CB's out of order. This whole damn goddamn courtroom's out of order. <laughs> How you going to offend the judge like that? I'm gonna He's out of order. How the hell he's sitting on the, on the stand with a damn tank top uh, on? Oh, belly bell. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> hey, I let this game banger become a uh, lawyer. Come on, man. This is what they're doing in Chicago. Hey, Ghost, can you please escort uh, Mr. Belly out the courtroom? That's the best one up there drinking out of the mug. We got, we, we got to go. We got, we got to keep this shit moving. How the best one be drinking out of a mug, though, up there, man, with the paint up on the stage? Let's just go ahead and move out this courtroom. Yana. I think all these charges should be dropped. I think so too. Thank you. All right, Your Honor. What, 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 what's going what's, what's to happen? Come on, let's stand. I've been listening to uh, both of these arguments. Uh, CBU found guilty <laughs> on all charges that are brought against you. <laughs> Damn, dude. Make sure you still pay me, though. Uh, and my client wants uh, money also. She would like to get a uh, reputation. Uh, Better bail you in contempt of court. They <laughs> <laughs> see me. Can I get you? And we're also bringing up charges against Belly Bell for cosigning everything <laughs> Mr. Blackman has said. That is true. Throughout <laughs> the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> you're the official co host, you got to do it. <sighs> so, on behalf of all our writer enters, <laughs> I sentence you to set a razzing cat for the remainder of this podcast. <laughs> we did it, cat. We did it. We did it, cat. Uh, so I got to be this quiet. Is what it's, about. it's about justice. It's about being heard sometimes when you're not being heard. It's about CB's creative mind going um, uh, dirty when it doesn't need to be. And I think justice was served. Thank you very much, Your Honor. And we got that $21 million. Oh, man. Alright, man. Well, I, I'll he be, do it. Won't I'll he do it, Cat? Won't he do it? Won't he will? Won't he will? Won't he will? Alright, well, the rest of the show is on y'all then. I'm just going to sit back and watch. Ain't that a shady nigga? He lose and now he don't want to play no more. He got me. He sentenced me to shut the fuck up. He just heard him. He told me to shut the fuck up. He ain't tell your ass to sit back. I'm a watch. He look smug. He 
tell your ass to be a spectator. You just man, watch your mouth. Be right back, man. We about to take a quick break, man. Stay tuned for this uh interview with uh, this big-breasted comedian. Oh, damn, we just left court, too. <laughs> we'll be right back with Cass Corner. You're on the number the one cave. show inside the cave. Three Lee Filmed. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show. And you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Inside the cave with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, Said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar, International D, The International Lover, and Cat. Inside the cave, the number one podcast in Chai. Inside the cave. Alright, we are still on set of Not Another Black Movie, and we are talking to the breast comedian in Chicago. State your name, gangster. I am Tanisha, just Nisha Rice. Comedian extraordinaire. Everybody keeps saying you, everybody keeps saying that you're so funny. What's so funny about you? I don't know. Tell me something funny. What's your role in uh, Not Another Black Movie? I am Maxine Brewster. I am the fiance of Martin Cole, who was played by Rodney Perry. I think we are doing couples counseling. Oh, really? boy. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when people look at you, would they, would they, is there a natural reaction to think that you're a comedian? I know it ain't. Not with my titties out, but right. on a regular day, yeah. For real? Yeah. Girls never think, you know, why, I, why wouldn't you think, what if you titties don't look like? Well, not like you. Well, I, I, when I think of female comedians, <laughs> when I think of female comedians, 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 female comedians should look good as, as well as be funny. Oh, what yeah. the fuck type of shit? Okay, yeah, so, but, but, I'm, but I'm surprised though. I'm surprised. You but surprised. You, you got any other yeah. words you want to get out right now? Um, not at this time. <laughs> but yeah, that is pretty... Um, yeah, but see, I, I just want to say, I, I would never expect to listen to hear something I'm funny. Type I, I typecast people. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, what Jay do? Nothing wrong with that. Right? Damn. Think about it. Okay, what's the first thing? Would you look at me and think I'm uh, hosting the podcast? You'd think I'm selling drugs, right? You talk us yourself. Tell the truth. Would you think that I'd really be no, a first I think you was a bootleg DVD salesman. Exactly. See, see, see. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I host a podcast. But you host a podcast. Yeah. My first met, I'm like, damn, did you just get out the joint? <laughs> so, see, see what I'm saying? So, there's nothing wrong with that. And we was only 14. I would have never thought that you would be a comedian when I first started. What you think I would be? You know what? The first time I seen you, I seen you and Jay, Jay Davis do a uh, skit just behind the scenes. Like, okay. That was the most funniest thing. What's the name? What sketch was that? Uh, VH1 behind the scenes. Oh, that was her. <laughs> that was me. Uh, tangerine. Tangerine. Oh, that was super funny. Oh, my connection was okay. So, so how long? How long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy for four years now. Okay. Really? Yeah. So in four years now you're known as the no not be funny you're known as the the best comedian. Uh, comedian of the year. Comedian that's the best year. that's the best comedian in Chicago. Well, that's what they said. For this year. For this year, yeah. yeah. Wow. So who okay. are all the people you stomped over to be the best? Don't oh put them on my blast. god! Tell who it is. No. <laughs> that's the type of shit I do. Right? I just had a lot of people voted for me, so that's what's up. Like that. so yeah, it was good. Okay. So 
So where you be performing at? Um, SLR Bar every Monday night. I do. Every Monday. Yeah, it's my show. Okay. Yeah, every Monday. Is that, is that an invite for Inside the Cage? Yes, the Inside the Cage will be at Monday nights. And then I'm everywhere else. So I do uh, Laugh Factory, that Joseph North all the time. Yeah. Uh, Riddles. Everybody got to come tonight. So I'm everywhere. I got to look me up. Google it. Yeah, Google it. And, and come out. Gotcha. I'm going to support you. Yeah. We got a Craigslist page. We got everything. Okay, all right. Yeah, we everywhere, man. Hey, boo. That's cool. We're going to shout you out. Okay. All right. So, this is the first time we're doing this. We're actually interviewing you while we are. Yeah, y'all interviewing me, and I'm interviewing y'all. At the same time. At the same damn time. At the same damn time. Inside the cave. Inside this hot ass room. Right, right. It's too hot. It's hot. I'm sweating my perm out. Makeup sweat. Okay. I want to keep going. Yeah, uh, keep okay, going. okay, okay. Uh, now you said you said you were. How long you been knowing Jay? And, oh and Dante God. Diesel. And Dante Diesel. Shout out to Dante. Shout out to Dante, Shout out to Dante Diesel. Diesel. Make that known. All right, I've been doing a bad job of that. All right, yeah. Shout out to Dante, Dante Diesel. Diesel. The man behind everything. He everything. quiet. He don't say much, so you kind of forget about him. Yeah. But he the man behind all. But he did punk CB earlier. Yeah, he did. Oh, he called me up. Corey boy, I don't know these guys. How we know some of the same people? Yeah. Linda Harden. What's up? Oh, that's a girl. Corey is a girl. Um, Corey is a girl. Okay. He said, I know that nigga. Uh, <laughs> I've been knowing these people. Clearly, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a girl. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I've been knowing Jay. How long have I known Jay? Oh, my God. I met Jay Davis when I first started comedy. Long time ago, I did his radio show. Okay. When he was on the radio show. So, oh, I was like, okay. What, what year? Because I was on That's how I started on Jay's show. Man, it had to be, what's the 2016? So, it had to be like Inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. Inside the cave. I'll be obliged if you step outside because my ride is awaiting. I date a steak, a nightcap. We mate awaken by smells of perfume that I inhale and then tell how well we raise hell on the Denzel. Satin sheets, heat from your feet, keep me warm. The mood is perfected with the sounds from the storm. 
became stronger I lasted longer than I've ever lasted Your mouth was fantastic The fuck test you passed it The way you made a nigga laugh I had to get you And when I saw that ass pass I had to hit you You're making me fight against my will What must I do? Inside the cave Yeah, if my life in danger too shit belongs to you feel for me. yeah if the way you act is true who knows fine clothes lexus those you'll be closing when you become one of the chosen hoes in different places different faces different cases got me tied like shoelaces no mistake it's mjg you ain't gotta be constantly trying to shoot that p claiming that you ain't heard of me keeping it real let me know how you feel when we communicate we'll be straight if you express your mind instead of preferring to wait some who can't do it lose women but nigga like me used to it space age pimp It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. Alright, so first up, we got, uh, I don't know if it's Davina or Divina, but Davina writes in, she says, Times have gotten hard, and me and my husband had to move back in with my husband's parents. This is only a temporary, but we've been here a year, and during sex one night, I heard strange noise in the closet. I thought it was my football playing around, but it was my husband's brother jacking off to us having sex. (laughs) The bad part, the bad part, is my husband didn't care. I'm so upset and through with the situation. Wait. She's upset and she's through with the uh, the through with the situation. She needs some guidance. You need help on how yeah. to. Handle it. I mean, if that made you uncomfortable, then you definitely should do what makes you feel good and be through with the situation. I mean, I don't see you know you haven't done anything wrong. I think that's disgusting, especially if he didn't tell you about it first. And and let me you know precursor it with everybody wants to make it seem like oh you know somebody violated me. But they got violated like two weeks ago and ain't telling nobody. Like, if this is something that, you know, if you've had a threesome with your husband and his brother before and all of a sudden now you're pissed because nobody told you, 
he was in there, you know, I, I feel like that's a different situation. If this was a pure pleasant surprise to you, then I definitely feel like you're doing the right thing. If that's uncomfortable, then I wouldn't be okay. Especially if your husband was okay with it, then I wouldn't be okay with it. I think that's kind of weird, so. Can I say something on this, big dog, please? Oh, you're back. <laughs> I, I just think he sounds like a great guy. That's all I want to say. CB, you get one phone call a day. Hey, check this out. First of all, she said temporary. You've been living there a year. That's past temporary. <laughs> Permanent. Secondly, hey. You, 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 the dude looks <laughs> 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 in the closet jacket on. That ain't the first time it happened. If you got damn by a husband, they say shit about it. Right, this is what I'm thinking too. Like, it sounds a little peculiar. If this is your husband, you've known him for a while, so I don't think he just come out of nowhere and let his brother watch you. So, you know, I mean, be real. If this has happened before where y'all, y'all have done this before, he done watched y'all and he wasn't in the closet. You know, that's different. You know, I think that's... Hey, Look, brother-in-law out. Go get him a pocket pussy. Hey, <laughs> hey, Joe, you said if he was, they were staying there for a year, that's longer than temporary. That's longer than temporary. That's permanent right there. <laughs> hey, you made, me think, motherfucking rent. you made me think of a great Martin episode when he went to the uh, class reunion. And I know CB remember this. Hey, man, you still selling them CDs about a... Uh, <laughs> what he said? You still selling them CDs? <laughs> that ain't no hobby. That's career. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That is an odd though. Now I'm thinking about it, Joe, and you're right. If they've been there like over a year, you know, and the landlord ain't getting cut in on the rent or something like that, then maybe he should, yeah, cut me in or cut it the fuck out then. Like, you know. Maybe, like maybe, maybe they're letting the landlord watch too so he can get the rent for free. I'm just saying, <laughs> if that's how you got to pay for your rent, then, then that's a different question to ask. Okay, Lamar, what else you got? All right, next up, we got Peaches. Peaches says, uh, I just found out that my new husband is a liar and a thief. You just found that out, bitch. <laughs> she says, all men lie, so I could deal with that. But he's lying about stealing, too. I caught him going in my sister's purse and stole a credit card. After I caught him, he said he didn't. Then I caught him stealing from his own mother, and once again, God damn. but I saw him. I've been noticing money missing around our house as well, and now I know it's him, but he won't admit to it. What do I do with my thieving husband? Okay, so again, here's another example of a story that I'm getting half full. Like, I'm not getting all of the details because you can't tell me you dated a terrible thief long enough to to be in a relationship with him to marry him. And then tell me you're surprised he's a terrible thief. It's not even like he's a successful thief and he's stealing things undetectedly. You're catching him. So not only is he a terrible thief, but you are a very successful investigator. I think, I mean, I don't know, like, guys, this doesn't even sound for real. This doesn't even sound real life to me. Like, how on earth? I don't know. Go ahead. I, I don't. I don't really even know what to say because I don't even know if this is for real. Like I don't want to entertain folly like that, you know. I'm just trying to figure out is inside the cave that bad where we had a brother watching his brother have sex. Then we go to the next question where a brother's stealing from his sister. We going to hell. <laughs> 
in the words of the big dog, it's too late. Whatever you want to do, it's too late. First, you get a writer in or about their brother watching them have sex. Then we got a brother still. It might be the same damn brother. That must be a crackhead. Matter of fact, he's a crackhead. He in the closet playing with himself. Now he, now he's still in. Oh yeah, he a crackhead. That's the same and person. Right? Like, this is not like the 1970s where you know you can have a husband on crack for 15 years and not know until you know uh, the kids say they seen him. You know, like this is this is modern day. Someone who's addicted to drugs. Someone who's a thief. Let's stop playing. You we know thieves. Like we know thieves. Like I don't understand this question at all. But I think that's very unfortunate. There really isn't any help you can give. There is no counseling you can give a thief like that. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it is. I'm sure it is. But, you know, it's it's, it's a trust issue after that. So I definitely understand your trust has been violated. And for any other reason, you know, I mean, any other reason besides that is, is, is futile because trust is the basis. So good for her for leaving him. I hope she leaves him if she does. I got some help for you. I'm going to go back to a dirt sheet that I did when this lady took a shit and took the shit and put it in her purse. You might want to do that since he's going in there stealing your stuff. <laughs> Make him think twice when he go in there and grab a handful of shit. <laughs> Great point, Joe. Oh, damn. <clears throat> what else you got, Cuff? All right, so last up, we got Kenny. Uh... Kenny sound a little pissed off. Kenny writes in, he says, I ran over my girlfriend's poodle on accident and she thinks I did it on purpose, but I didn't. Truthfully, I never liked that little piece of shit and that's why she mad at me. I tried to buy her a new dog, but she didn't accept my offer. What do I do? <laughs> okay, so I think that it's as well, rest in peace, Poodle. I think it's unfortunate that it had to have been your hand to, you know, murder the dog. And you you have to definitely see it from her point of view. Um, if you had, you know, a pet parakeet that you loved and it accidentally drowned, you know, by her hand, she would feel some kind of way. So I, this is kind of serious because this is an issue. This is something that she may or may not get over. And I would hate for you all to stay together and and she can't get over it so like any death i recommend you know you guys read up on techniques and ways to work through it because it is a death regardless of if it was a dog or her grandmother if you accidentally ran over her grandmother you know i am sure she would feel some kind of way <laughs> and i i definitely would want you all to to work through that so you know everything happens for a reason those kind of things happen in relationships Yes, this is key. Are y'all together because y'all together? Are y'all together because you're working on a plan? So this will definitely test your relationship, and I hope you guys come out of the positive end of it. Man, look, like Kat said, everything happened for a reason. It was that dog time to go. That's all that is. You better be lucky uh, you ain't had no Asian neighbor. Didn't you hit the last dirt sheet? <laughs> you go with that bullshit, Joe. <laughs> Bad, I don't know if it's bad because I'm thinking the same as Joe right now. Damn. Well, All right, that was uh, Cass Corner. Let's go to uh, the dirt sheets. Tell us something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. 
Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe. Inside the game. All right, everybody. The way it's a incarcerated member. Take it to the beat. Shout out to CB, wherever you may be at right now. Hey, free CB shirts coming soon. All our listeners, Slick Rick, you getting the fuck off. So we got uh, this story that I found here on the internet. And I actually think this story is real. Uh, Florida mom put in the same prison as her daughter after she allegedly mailed her some drugs. A 55-year-old Florida woman is now held in the same prison as her daughter after having allegedly uh, tried to smuggle her drugs in the mail. Nadine Carroll was arrested for smuggling contraband into the jail after she allegedly mailed some narcotics to her daughter in in a Florida prison in Monroe County, Florida. Her daughter, Shannon Carroll, was arrested prior to that on a cocaine possession charge and driving on a suspended license. Uh, She's been in prison at the uh, Stock Island Detention Center in Key West, Florida, uh, in the same prison that her daughter is in. Now, authorities said that uh, they were sorting through some items uh, through the incoming mail and came across an envelope addressed to uh, Shannon, the lady's daughter, that was mailed to her. And the deputy said he smelled a strong chemical smell coming from the envelope, so he opened it. And he found what turned out to be a synthetic opioid. So now, Carol is in daughter, or what's her name? Nadine is in jail with her daughter. That's damn shame. That's damn funny. First of all, I think that's completely I think she wanted to spend some quality time with her daughter. And she couldn't get there to go visit her. They like, I so think she, they like synthetic opioids. That's what I think. <laughs> and they like them together, apparently. Like, they like to do them together. Exactly. Cool. Just like the song goes, just the two of us. They wanted to spend some time together. She wanted some quality time with her daughter. So she found a way to do it. Mm, cue the music. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, it sounds... Did you do that for your son when you mail him some drugs? You can go in there and be with him for the rest of your life. Hey, man, I'm not even on the show no more. <laughs> okay. Got to be two of the stupidest motherfuckers. <laughs> in the words of dog. Got be two of them. <laughs> dog, you got any comment on that? Hell no. I'm going to have to agree with dog on that one. <laughs> So you know, y'all Christmas family poetry is a goddamn mugshot of y'all side by side. Hey, shit, they could be cellmates. They could jumbo people in there and everything. I'm just saying, if, if, if her mama willing to mail it, she wanted to go to jail. And, you know, it shouldn't surprise you. Her daughter in jail off synthetic opioids, quote unquote. Like, that's so unfortunate. Who watching the kids is what I want to know. Hey, but what if they go in jail and they end up joining different gangs? <laughs> and and they end up one of, one of them shank each other. They not gonna fight, I hope. Mom, I thought you was gonna join the Bloods. Bitch, I thought you was gonna join the Crips. Ain't no way out now. 
now they now they beefing with each other. How that's gonna work out? I don't know. I ain't never really been to jail for real. Like, is it is it like are they hanging out? Are they painting their toenails? Like, what's happening? I don't know, but they all in the same gang now. Or just the new black? Exactly. Like, thank God I've never been, so I don't know. But, but. You should pay him a visit, cat. Bill to the mile, mile. You ain't finna catch me. I'm no damn jail. I fucked around with the jail. Fuck around with Cook County Jail. Uh, I had to go visit a relative. And this, look, my silly ass show up in some motherfucking uh, leggings and a fur coat on this bitch because it was freezing outside. They looked at me like, uh, who you think you're finna go see? <laughs> like, they was like, and they made me like, Loosen up the pants. I had to like make my pants looser. Like they was like, nah, you have to unbutton the coat. Don't have the coat button. Unbutton the coat. Like okay, like they were very aggressive. Like nah, them pants too tight. I'm like, but they jogging pants, ladies. You know, like they had a strap and you know strings and zippers and they. Was- yeah, you could be hiding anything in that cat. You're already smuggling the kittens. <laughs> Look, they, they searched. <laughs> It was very, it was, it made me not ever want to come visit a nigga in jail. So, like, like, they really, they felt me up three different occasions. Like, I'm not trying to bring no synthetic opioids in. I'm just trying to let, you know, my relative know, like, uh, what the fuck luck. Like, there's nothing I can do for you in there. I'm just letting you see I'm fly as hell out here in the free world, and you not, you know. They made it very difficult to go do that. They really did. They... They told, they they searched my boobs. Like they was making sure I didn't have no contraband in my chest area. They were very thorough about that. As they should. El <laughs> Chapo. All right. But thanks for your input on this uh, mother and daughter moment, Kat. Any sponsors? Anytime. Any <sighs> Joe, you got any I think the moral of the story is don't fuck around with synthetic opioids and don't go to jail. I think we all can agree on that. Whoa. Well, Joe, you got uh, any sponsors, brother? I ain't got no sponsor, but it sounds like they're going to need a bail bondsman. Let's <laughs> going to make a nice family portrait. Hey, that's fucked up, though. You think about it. Who's going to bail a daughter out of jail because a mama in there? Who's an emergency contact call, huh? Right. One of their boyfriends, he like, fuck y'all, because all these kids here. Who gonna get that boyfriend? He finna chill like a motherfucker now, eating all the motherfucking uh, Cheerios. Right, he like, video games. He like, y'all fuck game. I, I'm a stand, you get. I ain't never going back to work. <laughs> all right, man. Well, is that it for us, Joe? That's it. Well, and we the club finally scored a damn run. We about to go to the second best part of the show. Billy, wrap this shit up. All right, man. I might as well. <laughs> he threw it to yourself. <laughs> uh, free my nigga CB. You know what I'm saying? He be home real soon. When he get out, shit, just like Mitch did. We going to be back popping. <laughs> All right, man. It's your boy, Billy Vell. What the wrap up for? Nigga, you lock me up. <laughs> oh, shit. You escaped, Chapo. Hey, man. Oh, we got a collect call from CB. CB, say something. Hurry up, man. You only got 12 seconds. <laughs> okay, I tried to get him to talk, people. All right, man. Let's get this go. Let's get this uh let's get this uh recap uh popping, man. All right, did the homie, the anchor man, big dog, give Roland his first official 
kill yourself and start over? Wait, what? Is Cousin Lamar a computer haunted by the Illuminati over there? <laughs> Wait, what? Speaking of cuz, is cuz cup filled with that Holy Spirit? <laughs> Wait, what? That nigga over there say? Rip Tommy? Alright, all good cuz, all good that nigga today. <laughs> How was Kat doing the show from the freezer and we didn't see her frozen niblets? Oh! <laughs> Wait, what? You can't prove that. God, I love that stuff. Ain't trying to Was the debate between the crew better than Trump versus Clint? Wait, what? Joe, you gonna like this one. Was R. Kelly trapped in the closet while his brother was having sex? <laughs> Wait, what? Hope he didn't stay nobody clothes in the closet. <laughs> so first you watch your brother. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. This, this for the uh, this is for uh, from cat segment. Uh, so first you jacked off watching your brother have sex. Then you stole money from your sister. Man, you a freaky crackhead. Wait, what? Yeah, that was the same person, right? And we know we ain't stupid. We got them before. Did a man run over his girlfriend dog, which according to Joe's past dirt sheets, was also known as the number six meal? Wait, what? Rest in peace, Benji. What's his name? What was his name, Joe? That's the thing. I don't know what Benji sound good to be. What's Benji? Lassie, one of them. And did Kat say she attempted to make a conjugal visit while wearing heels in a mid-toe? <laughs> let me check that top area again. <laughs> and that is your boy, Veli underscore Vail with the wrap up. Good job, Veli Vail. Good job, man. I love that shit, man. Man, I love that The wrap up with Veli Vail. Hey man, another great show. We want to give it up, you know, give it up to uh, everybody on the show made it possible, man. Great show, guys. Anything anybody want to say today? Hey, I swear to God, I'm finna have Big Dog be the judge. Next show, I'm suing my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing your ass too. You're suing for malpractice. Got a good thing going on over here. And nigga, you all in the business. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, this, I, this to know, I went to go see my brother. I didn't know the rules of the Cook County Jail. I'm sorry. Oh, has not been aired, so cat, you can't technically prove that. Wait, hey, hey, oh, hold, can, hold on, hold on, Millie, say that last. Melly, say that last. Say that last. Wait, what? One more time. I know I'm not supposed to be here, but please say that last. Wait, what? One more time. <laughs> Did Cat attempt to make a conjugal visit wearing nothing but heels and a mink only? Heels on and heels off. Heels on, Cat. But the officer said when you cross that line, heels off. We need to check you. Take off and everything. All right, man. Hey, that's it. Everybody good, man? Anybody want some uh, farewells, man? Y'all good before we exit out the show? All right. I guess not then. Hey, we're on behalf of the man. Mike, said, Roland, uh, everybody here today, Cousin Lamar, Joe Dirt, uh, Big Dog, and our First Lady Cat, also on Free CB, 
Uh, hopefully we'll get enough bail bonds uh, to get them out tonight, possibly. And our host, I mean, I guess for the day, uh, Tanisha Rice. Um, I think it's only right to let the judge send us out on our uh, way. Hey, yep. man, on, on behalf of the guys that are inside the cave, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all ass next week. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.